What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 65. 65. I'm your host, Ryan. Going to wait for Mr. At Customs by Matt Chu to join us. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody had a great week. Uh, Friday night, Saturday night, whatever you want to call it. Good times, good times. Lots to talk about tonight. Cover Moon Knight episode one. Talking Morbius. One was good, one was bad. We'll let you decide. Matt has joined. Waiting for his request. Sometimes it pops up, sometimes it doesn't. We never know. It's all a game. Look at that. It popped up. Here's Mr. Matthew. Look at this guy. Oh, look at you. What's that? How about you? <clears throat> Pretty good, man. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Different. Not even bothering uh, going outside anymore. Eh? I'm I'm uh, in the shed at at my in laws' house. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, this I can tell now I... for the background. I wasn't yeah, even paying attention. This is where I this is where I usually like work when I come out here. Nice. So like we usually this is like the smoke shack, but I also work out here too. So it's cool because I can puff while I work. Hell yeah, it's good, man. Works That's the best part about my own house. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, that is great. I wouldn't want to smoke oh. inside, but like out here, I don't really care because it's outside. I don't I mean, really it's care. Inside, but it's outside. Open a window and good to go. Whatever. Good to go. Good to go. I'm never moving again anyway, so. <laughs> uh, that's funny. What's up, man? How are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, uh, it's been a busy week. Mm, just fucking grinding, man. Work's kicking my Hell ass. Yeah. Went back to the office this week full time, so that was pretty shit. Yeah, that's that's the worst. I, I don't know why we're still doing office work. Why? Why? Why did we bring that back? It's weird because, like, in my whole office, there's, like, 100 people probably. And the six of us that report to my boss were all told to withdraw our work-from-home requests because of the optics. Uh, Corporations. We're the only only six that aren't... That aren't... uh, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my work, uh, well... It's a whole other ball of wax. So I, I understand where you're coming from because my store does the same dumb shit. Mm, it's really annoying. But yeah, that's not what we're talking about tonight. We got so no, we've got so much to talk about. We got so much goodness to talk about. We got so much dog shit to talk about. I uh, I don't know where you want to start on either. I, maybe we should start with what you've been watching this week. If you watched anything. Uh, I just finished watching, I didn't really finish all of it, watching The Bubble. Oh, I didn't see it. It's pretty terrible. It's pretty, uh, yeah. net, it's pretty Netflix, um, it's pretty Netflix movie. Hey, Kate's here. Hi, hon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. Uh, Nikki fell asleep pretty much right away, so. Yeah, I heard it wasn't very good. I heard it's, it's like good. a, um, an interesting look at making a film during COVID, but like it yes. just doesn't really work. 
I feel like the problem with that though is it really only works for people who make films during COVID. So it's like, sure. like very films during COVID. So I don't know. I feel like a lot of it was kind of lost on me. It was. It's not like it was horrible. I laughed at some parts, but I mean that's what yeah. happens when you put like funny people together, right? Like yeah, totally. It's totally. So it's just like yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so we watched that tonight and then we watched Moon Knight. Uh my father in law and I watched Moon Knight. And nice. he he really liked it. I enjoyed it again. Uh and what else did I watch this week? Oh, I obviously saw Morbius because we're talking about it. And did I watch anything else this week? I watched a lot of um uh, like late night stuff again. Everybody's back from spring break. So Seth, Seth Meyers and Stephen Colbert. I watched that. I had no idea there was a thing called spring break for late night hosts. Well, just when I think when everyone like goes on vacation and shit, they don't go live. It's like I feel like gotcha. ratings probably dip, so they're probably like, okay, we we won't bother this week. So yeah, it's like that over Christmas break too. There's like a three weeks. Yeah, where well, like they don't do anything, which makes sense. Christmas makes so, sense, but when the Olympics were on, they also took those two weeks off too. Hmm. So I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, and then what else? I've been slowly getting through Sunny. Always Sunny. I'm almost nice. through season fourteen. You're almost caught up, buddy. There's some pretty, there's some pretty weird ones though. Like they start. I mean, I guess they always kind of have been kind of like, like I always kind of use the uh, community reference where it's like season two and three are pretty like like a story but then like you get to season three and it's like there's like a law and order themed one and like there's like these themed ones and it's like well you know the longer a show goes on right like the harder it is to come up with original ideas and it's like sunny i mean just listening to the sunny podcast right like the the one the one episode they're talking about like oh we could do uh like a live idea like bubble thing where we come up with an idea for an episode in the future and they started talking about stuff and then they're just like oh yeah we already did that oh yeah we already did that oh yeah we already did like it's it's it comes becomes harder and harder to become original 15 yes. seasons in so totally totally yeah yeah but so, um, yeah so i've been watching that i've, I've probably caught about four or five episodes this week so yeah i'm pretty i'm getting close to the end the one i just finished on was the janitor always mops twice that's like the film noir like detective one where charlie's the detective that's pretty funny it's so Um, random but it's so good yeah it is random so and uh yeah what else is there what else i think that's pretty much mostly what i've been watching and i obviously my usual i was on uh the Toy Migos on Tuesday, Chat Migos Assemble show. Nice. So I meant to actually send you a clip. I kind of pimped us at the end. And oh, well, on. thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It was fun. It was a good time. Though. I had a good time on the show. And, and uh, yeah, it was actually really cool. The next night on Whip Wednesday Live, I had a guy come on who was from Vancouver. And he okay. saw me on the Toy Migos. And when he he kind of put it together that I was from Vancouver as well because I was talking Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was just like, he must be from at least close to here. So yeah, he kind of came on and was like, oh yeah, I'm from Vancouver. And he's like, I'm not really in any of the toy groups. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just thought it was cool that you were from the same area and thought I'd come nice. on and show some love. So I was like, dude, that's fucking crazy. How's that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. That's 
that's the kind of people you want in your community, man. That are just like cool, down to earth people. It was cool because then he was like, "I'm going to Target next. I'm going to the states in a couple of weeks. So let me know if you want to look out for anything for you." But cool. Man. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, works good. So, I'm actually excited that like things are kind of returning back to normal, and like yeah. we'll be able to cross the border a little bit easier, and like all that kind of stuff. You know? I know it is nice. It is nice. So, we're going to. We booked Kate. Booked. Uh, she wants to go see Neil Gaiman, the the uh, writer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're going to see him in, I think it's like a book signing or something in Seattle. And I think it's like the beginning of May. I think it is first week of May. So, oh, cool. Yeah. And then you're coming home still, right? In a couple of weeks. I'm coming home in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Coming home, uh, April 9th, I'm in Toronto for a week and then I'll be home to you guys. I think I'm, I think Craig, Craig, I'm going to stay with Craig for a few days. So he's going to drive me home. On the nice. Saturday, the, East, the Saturday of Easter weekend, I think. Yeah, so like, I don't know, 15th or 16th or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. yeah, man. I'm excited, good. buddy. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to come home. So, be nice. Uh, yeah, so I watch the first seven Saw movies this week. Jesus uh, Christ. I don't know, my buddy. Yeah. Oh, dog. Seriously. My dog is the worst. Um, <laughs> I watched, yeah, I watched all seven Saw movies. My buddy Brett was started watching them, and uh, I couldn't remember half of the movies, like, at all. So I, he started talking about them, and I was like, dude, I don't remember, like, Saw 4 through 7, like, in any I real way. Then I've seen it once. They all blend together. <laughs> and um, so I started rewatching those, and um, yeah, man, Saw movies hold up, watching. like, Oh, yeah. The first two are the best, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Those are the only two I like, to be honest. Um, I didn't like three at all, Rewatching three. I really liked five. I think five's probably the best sequel after two. Um, four was okay. Six was okay. Seven was brutal. Seven, I don't like it really at all. Um, there's actually nine of them, because they did Jigsaw and Spiral yeah, after yes. that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to rewatch those two next, but... um. I don't know. They're fun movies. I, I There's rumors going around they're making Saw 10 right now, so... I don't know. I mean, Great. I love horror films, and uh, some of them are so brutal that, like, I'm way more squeamish now than I was when I was, like, whatever, 25, 26. Like, there's certain traps in those movies now that I can't even... I can't even look at the screen. Like, they're just yeah, way man, too brutal. brutal. Yeah, I know. There's some real brutal shit in that stuff. Yeah. Well, I still do think that the first Saw movie is, like... So oh, it's great. insane. Like, even I remember at the very end when he gets up off the floor, like, I had to fucking yeah. pick my jaw up off the ground, man. Because I was like, what oh, the fuck? They always try to put a so twist crazy. in the movies, and they, like, some of them work and some of them don't. But those first two movies, the twists, I like, I did not see at all coming. So, yeah. like, it was like, oh, shit, like, this is mind-blowing. But, like, I always love a good twist in a movie, but it's hard to make them good. Like, I think there's bad twists, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, well, the problem is, is you you start putting a twist in just because Saw movies right. have a twist, and then it's totally. like, nah, well, it's like, what uh, really. it's what M Night did, right? With like a lot of yes. his movies, with like yeah, everything there has, has to, to be a twist. twist, and it's just like, oh, well, does there? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay, let me see if I can figure out who on the A and R team is manning the handle tonight. I feel like this is Chris talking because uh, I feel like that sounds like something Chris would say. 
because Chris Rock's character is a whiny little bitch. <laughs> I missed it. Uh, it's not coming up for me, but oh, there it goes. It's catching up. I must be behind. Yeah, see, it's Chris. I'm right. See, got it. What up, Chris? Um, right yeah, I haven't seen them in forever, man. Honestly, I haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen six I'm or sure. seven since theaters. I'm sure that Saw One would blow my mind away again if I watched it like tomorrow. Yeah, it's look like it's some of the acting isn't great, but um, they they work. I mean, some of them are better than others. Like I said, like there's a few yeah. duds, but. Yeah, anytime you're making nine movies in a series, you're gonna have some duds. Yeah, I I agree, especially especially in that case. So yeah, nice. Yeah. So sorry that you got inspired to do that from your friends because your friends were watching it and talking about yeah, it. Yeah, my friend Brett hadn't seen anything after three, I think, and for some reason oh, nice. he started watching them all. And then he was talking about some of the sequels, and I was like, I don't remember that at all. Like it's gone. So. I started rewatching them just so I could actually have a conversation with them and actually remember the movies. They're all like 90 minutes long, so they're not huge commitments. Yeah, you can get through them pretty quick. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I love me some horror films, so I'll I'll, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll finish the next two and go from there. But um, other than that, nothing really crazy. Cool, cool. It's always good. Moon Knight. Yeah. Morbius and Moon Knight. I'm going to try to get my father-in-law this weekend to watch Daredevil because I feel like he's gonna he would like it. Oh, the show's great, so <coughs> good, yeah. good, good call. Um, yeah. You want to start with Moon Knight, or do you want to start with the shit show? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think about what we should start with. What do you think? Pick, pick your poison, buddy. <sighs> okay, why don't we start off with... Why don't we start off with Morbius? Only because I don't really want to end on a negative note. Okay, that's fair. Chris says Moon Knight. Well, we can we can we can do what Chris says. I I yes. mean, I think I think it will be a quicker conversation on Moon Knight. Um, I really like it. I, I mean, it's not it's not the best Marvel thing. I, I don't think it's like top tier Marvel. I I think um, it's original. It has its own kind of tone. Its own kind of unique. Um, I don't know story that doesn't really feel like an MCU film. It doesn't really yeah. feel like a play-by-play. There's of no ties, repeat. right? There's yeah. no ties. They haven't mentioned the blip or... or anything. Or, yeah, anything, right? So... Um, it almost seems like they're he's, like, blissfully unaware of, like, anything going on. So, in a way, that's, like... That's interesting and cool. Um, yeah. I thought it was well done. I, 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 Like I said, it didn't blow me out of the water. I don't think it's, like... Oh wow! You gotta watch Moon Knight, but I think it was very enjoyable. Like I, I'm excited to see where it heads. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much of the same as uh, as you. I, I, it, it's not like I left it saying like, "Oh my fucking god!" Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. Like it was good. It was cool, and like I really liked Oscar Isaac. I really liked his uh, English accent. I thought it was yeah, like, pretty believable. And, totally. Uh, I just liked his character. I liked his character. I liked how he was kind of like fumbly and kind of like it witted. I don't know. Kinda, yeah, and kind of awkward. He's a little bit awkward too, right? It's just, uh, yeah, it's really cool. And I also kind of liked how um, I kind of like how like confused he seemed. Like he always was. Like he he was really yeah. selling the whole like. I'm out of it, and then like all of a sudden, like two days later, he wakes up thinking it's 
two days before and it's like it's really cool yeah. there's a lot of cool little subtleties that like i picked up on the second viewing tonight when i was like oh I must have missed that in the first round yeah no i i like the idea of of like you really disconnecting once he leaves his like own character in his head that like you really don't see what's happening in between now i'm really kind of hoping that the second episode isn't just the same as the first episode from mark's perspective um yeah i i hope it's something different like i i, I would like kind of pieces left out and spread out between the next five episodes like i think that would make it more interesting if the second episode is just the same as the first episode from the opposite perspective like i think that's gonna be kind of a bummer but um yeah the thing is is i think i mean again like i don't really i'm not super familiar with moon knight like i know enough no, about either. him to know you know kind of the main gist of him but i'm pretty sure he has like a lot of personalities so i feel like there's a really good chance that it's not going to just be mark and steve it's steven it's going to be you know i like i think i'm pretty sure like they're they confirmed that like mr knight's in it which is like when he dresses in like a white suit and like it's like and then there's, a, there's a cab driver too i think oh maybe, maybe i don't know so i think i think there's four i think there's four person i, I might be wrong but that'd be cool i mean yeah there's a lot of really cool um like i really like how they're leaning into the whole like egyptian kind of thing yeah i don't know how much of that is like legit but um but yeah like i thought it was really cool and again i liked how steven was like oh you know there's actually nine gods and you guys only have seven on the poster what was your thoughts on ethan hawk and i thought ethan hawk was good i thought he was uh really creepy um he definitely looks older than the last time i seen ethan hawk like he looks I don't know, more mature, I guess. And like, I like the way he was like carrying his, his like villainous role. I, I assume he's a villain. I don't really know like his character in any real way outside of the first episode of this, but, um, I would know the Egyptian... he's the villain just by having him chase Oscar Isaac's well, character with guns. <laughs> the thing is, is like Oscar Isaac is kind of like, uh, he's not reliable in his like narration, right? Like you don't really know what, what is true and what's actually happening and like what what's real and what's not real because it's so like i don't know that's the best thing about this though that's what Sporadic, makes it so yeah. cool it kind of right and that's what i'm saying is like of inception where it's like totally. you're constantly questioning like is this actually real or is this just like happening and yeah it really reminded me of fight club yeah to i totally see fight club in this too yeah like you never really know what's happening and tyler durden's kind of like there but he's not there and you're always like questioning what's what the real motive is and everything like that and like i really feel like that's kind of what's happening with this but um yeah the egyptian stuff is awesome like i love yeah i, I was always upset with egypt as a kid so like any, any egypt thing i was always like whoa that's crazy i don't know something about the pyramids i find like really interesting and creepy Me and too. like sarcophagus and like all that kind of stuff so seeing that Egyptian theme kind of brought into the MCU, which we've never really gotten. It also makes me assume they could really tie in like, um, uh, X-Men shit into this with fucking, um, apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the, I like that it felt standalone as well too. Like I thought that was, was cool. But then again, how, we don't really know how much of this is even real like or how much yeah you know this could all I, just be in someone's mind i like that bit totally. about the goldfish 
Did you catch that part with the gold yeah. fish and the yeah? Yeah, yeah I um. He's unreliable as a narrator, right? And then, like that's what makes it interesting is you don't know what is real and what is true. And like I think they should keep that going on where you go like, oh, I, I'm not really sure if he's good, if he's bad, if he's like I I don't know. And um, I, I I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes. Like I think I hope we get a little more Moon Knight ish stuff in the next episode. Like I think being in the costume and everything. I feel like this one was just setting up kind of. What's been happening with him, it's kind of setting up that he's sharing this, like, body with other entities. And at the very end, we get a feel for, like, what Moon Knight actually is, right? So, yeah, I think I think from this point, I feel like this was just kind of, like, the setup. And now, <coughs> moving yeah. forward, we'll... We should talk about Obi-Wan after this. Before we yeah, we can. We can. Um... Quickly, we can. But. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, like, uh, astonishing saying the Four Horsemen stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly where I was thinking. Is like they could totally have bringing this in, like Four Horsemen stuff into the MCU, and then setting up X Men from there. But um, yeah, that'd be an interesting way to do it too, because you'd be kind of going backwards, right? Just kind of starting with the villain, and yeah, exactly. I think that would be really interesting. But um, that would be cool. I don't know. I, 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 I like. I don't know enough about Moon Knight to really have any theories on where it's heading. So like, it's actually the first time in a long time where I don't know literally anything about the character. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just interested to see where this heads. And like, I know, I think it was an interview with Oscar Isaac, but I could be wrong. Where it's like, this is like the first MCU property since Iron Man, where like, there's no real ties to anything. There's like actual character development. It doesn't have to lead into anything or whatever. And um, it's interesting. It's, it's an exciting way to like do something in the MCU. Um, that makes it feel different, and I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, me too. I'm curious to see how the whole thing with Ethan Hawke plays out, because apparently that character in the comics is like a minor um, Moon Knight villain from like the 70s or something like that. Okay. Apparently he was like a scientist who was like obsessed with Nazis and how they like experimented on Jewish people and stuff like that and just like pretty fucked oh, wow. up. So I'm sure that yeah. they're gonna like change that. Obviously, I feel like yeah, give it, I would but, say so. Um, but yeah, it's, so so yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how that. But again, I mean, the, the World War Two Nazi stuff like that could totally lead into uh, Magneto or you know. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's I mean that's a good point. I think I think the timeline doesn't really work anymore. Obviously, like we talked kind of about that before. Um, you know, World War II, World War II is almost a hundred years previous now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, 90 years or whatever. So it's like, yeah, I, I don't know how you can really do that in, in this timeline and make it work. You know, unless your Magneto is going to be, you know, 120, but yeah. Right. Yeah. You can't really have that. But the thing is, is like, see, to me, Magneto being like a war, a world war survivor, like, it doesn't do anything to the for the character for me, really. Like, I guess it does give him some motives and stuff, but I mean, sure. I feel well, like that could all be updated and it would be fine. It's it's it leads into the persecution of how he feels about the mutants, right? Like, yes. he had been that with with his you know with his family with other Jewish people, and and now he feels the same persecution against the mutants, and that's what yes. why he rises up and like <clears throat> that's always part of the character. But you you're right, you don't need that to really make Magneto Magneto, like. Right, right. Um, hey, Drastic Jesse's in the house. What up? Uh, um, yeah, we can talk about Obi-Wan, too, if you want. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't really know much more to say about uh, Moon Knight for the same reason as you, as I don't really know the character that well. And uh, sure, but like I, I did really like it, and I like the. I like the comedy of Steven. Like, I like the comedy yeah. of that character and how awkward he is and just, like, how much of a nerd he is. And Yeah. Um, Trying to get a date yeah. with that girl and he's really, like, <laughs> flustered by the idea of having a date with his woman and, like, I don't know. With these Disney Plus series, uh, nice do you guys think they should expand episodes? episodes? In length, yes, and not in, in, in episode count. In like, yeah, same here, same here. Um... Six episodes at an hour apiece. Yeah, like six episodes. I feel like is is a good amount. I think they're going to have a hard time with Moon Knight being only six episodes. Like to introduce a character, have an actual story arc, and have it end by episode six. I think it's going to be tough. Um, but I wish the episodes were all longer. Like I wish every episode was an hour long. Yep, same here. I wish an hour was kind of the standard. That would be ideal. Yeah, same. I think like they're all about 35 40 minutes and it just feels too short. I don't think there's ever been anything on Disney Plus that we've watched so far that I have not felt like could have benefited from another 15 minutes. Yeah, totally. I think I honestly think every single thing we watched, maybe with the exception of WandaVision, could have benefited from yeah. another 15 minutes. Particularly <laughs> Book of Boba Fett and um and um loki yeah i i mean it's the same thing i feel about movies right it's like now the standard for movies is like two and a half to three hours long right and a lot of movies don't need that length of time i think i agree i think it depends on the product like you can make a cohesive story in 90 minutes or you can make a cohesive story in two hours some movies need three hours long like dune i think was three yeah. hours and dune is fine like it's, it's it's a great movie it didn't feel three hours long obviously end game and stuff like that are all three hours long and like at no point during end game was i was like oh fuck this is too long let's cut an hour out of this like it flew by um but then there's movies like fucking suicide squad or not suicide squad uh justice league that's you know the snyder cuts four hours long and i was like put a bullet in my head this is fucking brutal yeah you know yeah and yeah like Morbius that we'll get into. Um, <laughs> it felt funny. like it was about 45 minutes too long, and I think it was just over 90 minutes or maybe a little longer. I don't know. It, it felt way too long. At the hour mark, I actually got on my phone and looked up how long the movie was. <laughs> I, was like, I looked at my watch like three times. I'm like, when the fuck is this over? <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> See, yeah. I, I, like last, I think it was last week or the week before, we talked about how it's weird that um, Obi Wan was coming out the week before Miss um, Marvel, and yeah. now yeah, with that delay, right. they clearly realize they don't want to put them out on the same day, you know? Which um, which is smart. Yeah, it's smart, and like, like, why would you put out your two big series? All both on Wednesday every week, like yeah. that just doesn't make sense. I agree. I had to get my bubbly. Sorry. That uh, no worries. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So what? They pushed it back. Oh, you got the peach. Good call. Um, two days. Two weeks. Two two no, days. Two days. Yeah. Okay. Obi One's just going to be on Fridays now. It's the first two episodes will be out the first day, and then. Um, Miss Marvel, I think, staying on Wednesdays is just going to be the following, I think, the following week. 
Oh, so Obi Wan's gonna always come out Fridays now. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, that's too bad. I mean, whatever. But oh, I like it. I I wish everything came out Fridays because that's my day off and I can just come home and watch it. But um. Right. It doesn't matter. I, did, I think I it's better to spread them out. Like, why would you want Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel to eat each other on the same day? I think Miss Marvel's already going to struggle to get an audience. I agree. So, yeah. Here's a little spoiler, potential spoiler for um, Obi-Wan. Did you happen to see that leaked set footage of Vader no. and Obi-Wan? No, I didn't see anything. I mean, if it's real. I don't. I can't really say if it's real. It's hard to say. Everything can sure. make anything look real, but yeah, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I was like, "Oh shit, this is going to be yeah cool." I hope it's great. But uh, Jurassic Jesse in the chat saying, "Yeah, but now we get episode one and two back to back. Yeah, we get True. them the same day, which makes True. me think that episode one is probably pretty slow and is yeah, introducing a lot of story. Yeah. yeah, and episode two is probably got a lot of action in it, and so they wanted to put them both out on the same day. That makes sense." Hey, I'm fucking there for it, man. I'm there for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I hope it's better than Bubba Fett. But. Yeah. You know what sucks, though, is uh, I actually don't think I can do the pod. That Oh, no, I'll be able to do that one. The week after, I won't be able to do, though. Yeah, I know you've got a couple. You've got, what, two or three weeks in June. You're, you're, you're out. I'm out, yeah. In June. Beginning of June, I'm out for, like, two weeks. Sucks. Yeah, I, I'm on vacation late June, and <laughs> so I don't know. We're gonna have, well, I'll have to figure something out for June, but yeah, we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna try to figure out what we're gonna do for our show when I'm there. Like, I want to be no, there I, together, but we I still want to use two phones because it pulls people in from my account too, right? So yeah, totally. We'll have to set up double phone views. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll have to. Well, I don't know. I don't got any ideas yet. Close but. to fit into that square, Ryan. That's all I'm saying. Well, maybe pop our shirts off and uh, see what happens. <laughs> um, all right, Morbius. Oh man, Morbius! What a fucking train wreck. Spoilers for anybody who gives a shit, which you shouldn't. Here's our our thoughts without spoilers. The movie sucks. End of spoilers. <laughs> man, that's really bad, eh? It's the worst. Like every, every single thing was a stretch, and I'm just like, give me a fucking break. It's the worst comic book movie I've seen probably since, like, the early 2000s when we got, like, Daredevil and, and Catwoman and, like, shit like that. Elektra. Like, those really shitty yeah. fucking Marvel movies. Um, yeah. This is on par with that. Like, I liked both Venom movies way more than I like this. Me too. I don't even like the Venom movies, but I like... No, either do I. I think they're mediocre at best, but... Uh, this was a train wreck. This feels like... Exactly like 2004, like early yeah. 2000 superhero movies. This is that It feels... I said that about Venom, but this feels way worse than that. Like every every line seems so forced, and I will say the only thing that I actually I wanted to hate more was I actually thought Jared Leto was like okay, like he wasn't the reason I disliked it. Everything else was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still want to punch him in his face because I don't like how he looks. I but. fucking hate him, but um, <laughs> I don't like the look of that fucking guy. I honestly like 
the first 10 minutes maybe of the movie, I was like, oh, this is okay. Like, so far, there's nothing about this movie that's making me go like, oh, this is going to be bad. Like, the first 10 the first minutes part, of him, like... The first part didn't make you? No, like, him him having, like, the, the illness or whatever and, like, him talking to the kid, I'm like, okay, this is cheesy as shit. Why is he changing his name to, like, whatever the fuck it is? Um, so none of that makes any sense. So none of it's like good writing or, or, or logical in any way, but like, I was like, all right, this could be somewhat okay. Like, okay, he's looking for a cure for his disease. All right, it's dumb, but sure. And, you know, carrying on with everything. And then when he becomes Morbius, like the vampire Morbius, I was just like, oh God, this CG is awful. Like, there is nothing about the movie that I was like, oh, that's good. There's there's not a single joke in the movie that lands in any way. There's no laugh moments. The theater was dead silent the entire time I was sitting there. Um, the, yeah, the dialogue's poorly written. Jared Leto was the best actor in the movie, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, it, it's it's bad. It's 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 bad all around. So my biggest complaints about it were. Um, well, I mean, the script was really bad, and yep. like I feel just like, like what's the best way to put this? So it's like even when he was like gonna do the surgery or whatever on himself or get the girl to do it or whatever, he's yep. like, it's a little dicey, and you have to be on international waters and this, and then it just cuts to a next scene and it's like a boat in the middle of the ocean and it just says. International, international waters, waters. I'm like, oh, I, I laughed God. out loud I laughed out loud when that popped up I couldn't help myself I was like oh good international waters the whole we're here um, we're safe at least we're good we're, 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 it's not against the law anymore so we're good like, then, oh go ahead like, like, even over, though let, the, me, let me before we step away from what you just talked about about that whole opening scene with, with Michael and what's his friend's name Milo right Milo Milo I couldn't Michael think of it either. Milo were kind of, are kind of top. I actually stopped in the middle to write a note about Milo that I need to talk about. So, uh, <laughs> um, but like that whole scene at the beginning, it's like, it's like a seventy-year-old write a wrote a script about how he would talk to his other seventy-year-old friend, and then they're like, "All right, kids, here, just do this one," because it's like, it's yeah. just so not like how kids would talk. Like it's just no, no, not at all. It was so but bad. Like, I know the ideas they're trying to sell Michael as like the super smart kid. I, I had to like step back at the beginning because I was criticizing the fuck out of it. And I'm like, I'm doing exactly what a lot of other people do where they're like, well, how could someone fly around in a suit? You're like, you have to expect yeah. that. This is a world where like these people are have special gifts, right? So I had to like sure. stop myself from hating on that. Well, but it, I mean, the worst part of the beginning for me was like <clears throat> the kid, the kid introduced himself. And he's like, hi, my name's Lucian. And he's like, okay, Milo. And I'm like, yeah. What? And then he's like, yeah, the kid before you was named Milo. And the kid before that was named Milo. And the kid before that was named Milo. And I don't even remember that Milo. And I'm like, okay. Lucian, that's right. That's actually his real name. But yeah. And then the rest of the movie, he just goes by Milo. And I'm like, at some point, wouldn't you say, no, that's not my fucking name, guy. Listen, weird kid. <laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but at first I just was like, alright, I'm gonna give this movie the benefit of the doubt and try to keep an open mind, and like, the first ten minutes is the best ten minutes of the movie. I disagree. 
Oh, I think the there was the unwatchable. The rest of the movie is horrible. I agree. I agree. But um, you know, like another one of the complaints I had was, uh, you know, when him and Milo. So for anybody who doesn't know, and they're letting us spoil this for you, uh, basically Michael comes up with this cure to basically cure his. What does he have? Cerebral palsy, or is that what it is? I can't remember what it is. Some he kind of that, blood. It's a blood issue. He has some kind of issue that basically kind of cripples him. It makes him it, his his limbs hurt, and like he can't walk, and like he has to walk with the walking sticks. And I don't think they ever know. actually say what his disease is. He just oh. says, "I have a blood disorder." <laughs> Astonishing says, "Sounds like it's, it was as good as Electra." <laughs> I mean, I don't remember Electra, but at least yeah. the, in Electra, you can look at uh, Jennifer Garner the entire movie. That's the best part of the movie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that one either. So, um, no, it's a bad movie. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, it's the worst. Oh, sorry. The, so yeah. So uh, Milo. So we fast forward to the future, and like uh, Michael's kind of like figuring out how to like solve this problem. And uh, he, him, and Milo have kind of kept in touch since they were kids. And Milo like wants the cure. So he's like, I don't know if he's like, if they're insinuating that he's funding him. Is that where they kind of insinuating yeah. that? I kind of got that. He's vibe, somehow yeah. rich. <clears throat> he's somehow rich. I like how he was like, they don't explain why. When he has, I like when he has the cure and he goes to, he's like, let's go for a walk. And it's like, and I'm not, yeah. again, I, I hope this is not like shaky ground to say, but it just, it just seems like such an unrealistic thing to do. So it's these two guys who have like the walking sticks and they're walking super slow and they walk in the busiest place you could possibly walk. Totally. It's like they're walking in Times Square and it's like there's a fucking thousand people around them. It's like, couldn't you pick like a park or like a neighborhood well, street where like... <laughs> and at the beginning of the movie, he like specifically says like, hey, I don't like being outdoors because we get like noticed oh, and picked right. on and like all this stuff. And so you would think <laughs> that like the one place he wouldn't want to be is in a busy public place because he feels like, I don't know, dro driven out of society by his disorder. And I'm like, he's walking with like two sticks down the street. And I'm like, surrounded could, by people. You could trip. You could get trampled on. You could trip somebody else. Like, why would you pick the busiest street in the world to, to walk with your friend and try to have a conversation? It just seemed, it just, exactly. It just seemed super busy for what was happening. Like, the, the, totally. and all I could think of is like, just pick a side road. Like, you just, like, well, there's, that's a lot of people to be like, how often have you wanted to have a heart to heart with one of your best friends and you say, hey, let's go to the busiest place in public to have this heart to heart? Like, let's go to Times Square. Why would you go to like a coffee shop or like a park or or like some kind of like private place? Like it doesn't even make sense. Or just stay there. Yeah. <laughs> like you're talking. Hey, about, you know it's hard for people that have a the, blood disorder? Walking. Maybe don't walk. He's talking about like having like a cure that's like basically like illegal and like not ethical. And he wants to go and do, talk about it in public when he's sitting in a yeah. house that's completely private. <laughs> international waters but okay we're good yeah. <laughs> and the, the other part i wanted to bring up that was like was just mind-blowing to me is how bad the cops are the what like the cops the fbi cops the 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 uh i know it was played by tyrese because i know him from fast and the furious too right right, right um, the cops see they were so bad i almost forgot about them already but yeah i the don't cops, even they were brutal 
the other guy was named like I don't know. He it was like a Mexican looking man that yeah, like I don't mustache. know. Yeah, he was like I don't know the comedic relief I guess for the movie, but nothing yeah, he said calm. landed. And then the other cop who's played by Tyrese, basically just anything he said, he was like the anti cop where he's just like, man, I don't really care. And I'm just like, you're 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 a cop, like. It was it was a very bizarre part of the movie that I'm like I don't even know why these guys are really here. They don't really yeah, seem to care about solving nothing. these murders, and they do really nothing to. Move they do the nothing in the movie. The other joke that I can remember that was I think the joke of the movie that didn't make one person in the theater laugh is when Morbius is going into that secret lab that is counterfeiting money but for some reason they have all this science stuff in there i don't know i don't know much about counterfeiting money but i don't think you need all the science machines maybe anyway he goes in there and starts breaking the guy's hand like muscle by muscle and then he's like you're gonna want to go home and rest for seven days and take some ibuprofen <laughs> and i'm like my oh sorry is that a joke was that supposed to be funny i'm not sure the the thing i thought was ridiculous was it's like uh, it goes back to Horizon. That Horizon Labs is where Morbius, Michael Morbius, works, and yeah. it's like at night it's dark, and there's like a nurse walking down the hallway, and the she keeps hearing something behind her. So it's like as she walks, like one light will just come on where she's walking, and then when she walks out of it, it turns off, and the next one turns on. And I'm like, that seems so stupid. And then at the end, when she starts running because something's chasing her, she runs. And hits this light, and then the hall lights just all turn on. And I'm like, you're in the hospital. Why wouldn't you always have the lights on? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. It was like something out of a horror film that they were trying to make creepy, and like so the lights would flicker on and off. And I'm like, oh, why they it's creepy. It, I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, this is a hospital. Why would, that, hospital. why would that be a lighting option? Like, it's like, here's regular lighting, and then here's cheesy horror movie horror movie lighting yeah. and it's like yeah, yeah the, the electricity installed that in a hospital totally <laughs> it's past 11 it's the lights can flicker it's not weird it's not weird it's not weird at all it's not creepy for the people that are dying in the hospital either <laughs> you know what i like it's like when i'm feeling really sick and maybe dying i like looking out my hospital window and seeing the lights flicker on and off and i'm like oh yeah seeing i'm on a faint, and shit, a but that's not creepy <laughs> yeah a faint hallway light flickering <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel like I'm on my deathbed. Don't worry. Yeah, astonishing says in the chat too. I love hospital scenes when it's empty. When when has a hospital ever been empty? Hundred <laughs> percent. What hospital do you know that has the entire floors completely empty? Oh man, it was so so bad. It was so bad. Yeah, yeah. there's just a lot of bad. But the thing I was gonna say was eventually Milo just takes the powers for himself. He he is not a scientist or that we know of. But he somehow He's manages rich. to figure out how to inject himself into a specific spot in the spine. Because remember, Morbius didn't even inject himself. He had the other doctor do it. Yeah, it was then, it was in the fucking spinal fluid or something. And he yeah. had to like... But Milo did that himself. So that's good for him. And that, part, that part where we find out that he has taken the, the serum and he goes home and he like starts dressing up and he's like dancing and stuff. I'm like, this is I laughed exactly out loud again. Me too. That's the note I made a note. All I wrote was Morbius, Milo's stupid dancing, Spider-Man 3 question mark. That's exactly what it made me think of was Venom in Spider-Man 3. Or not Venom, uh, uh, Topher when he's, was it Topher? 
No, it's Toby Mc Toby McGuire. He's oh like, yeah, it was when he's got the symbiote suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so um, it's. I I don't know how this movie got made. I don't understand how somebody I'm not saw sure this what script. They were trying to do. Well, they're they're trying to make Sony Universe, obviously. Um, but the fact that this cost seventy five million dollars and it got yeah. delayed for two years. Mm. Will you stop working? I think it's doing pretty good. Didn't this weekend it do like forty million? It did over what it was supposed to do. Uh, it's opening night, so I don't know. I don't know what it's what I think it it's actually projected is, but... to do forty million. I think on a third. I think they said they were expecting it to do thirty five. But like my theater was pretty packed, but it like I don't think anybody left my theater going that was a good movie. Like Mine it'd be very impressive. My my friend that I went with literally turned to me after the movie and was like, "I wouldn't see that again for one point six million dollars." <laughs> and I was I like, would. "Really?" And he's like, "Well, I probably would for two hours of my time, but like that movie was dreadful." And I'm like, "Yeah, it was sure. it was really bad." Was I um, bad. I, I obviously Sony's trying to make their universe and like they want a universe so bad of their own and they think they can do it and they're just doing whatever they can to not lose the Spider-Man rights back to Disney. So they're just going to keep using Spider-Man characters that are side characters and keep making movies and hopefully build out like their Sinister Six, which we'll get into in a minute with the end yes. credit scene. But yes. um, it just doesn't work. None of the movies are well thought out. None of the movies are scripted well. Like even Venom, at least Venom had some comedic elements to it. Like there's Tom Hardy who is charismatic and likable. Like Jared Leto's not likable in a normal everyday setting of life, let alone in any movie he's ever been in. Like he's not even a great actor. Like I, I don't understand how somebody was like, shoot that fucking film. That's gold. We're going to make fucking money off that. Like, it's bad all around. It's 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 really really bad. So to me, there's multiple problems here. First of all, the first problem is that they made a Morbius movie. Yeah, like, it doesn't need to. Exist. That on its own is like we don't need that. Like no one needs that. No one's asking for that. Nobody wants to see that. Like no, no Spider-Man fan is like my favorite villain from Spider-Man is Morbius. The thing is, is even if it is, man, like I have favorite villains. I love Shocker. I love Rhino. I love Scorpion. Shocker. I don't need. To I would see rather a Shocker movie. I don't need to see that. To me, no, nobody does. The appeal, the appeal of a Spider-Man villain, is that it's Spider-Man's villain. Like, totally. if I'm seeing a Spider-Man villain, I want to see Spider-Man. And if I can't see Spider-Man, it's so fucking irrelevant. Venom. I totally is, agree. I would say Venom is the you know odd exception to the rule, but like even in this situation, like the biggest issue I have with Sony is they, um, they push way too hard. It's like they put all their cards on the table right at the beginning. And it's like, this is what we ultimately want to do. And it's like, cool. How about you tell us that in a story that makes sense and is logical. It doesn't have to be logical. It's a comic book movie, but that makes sense. And that like works within the narrative of the universe you're creating. Like, like one of the things we didn't touch on was like you know in the movie they pretty much confirm that Venom is in this universe because that part where Michael War when he says I'm Venom or we're Venom or that, whatever right and <clears throat> one of the cops says like this is like just like the thing that happened in L.A. or something like that and he's like not really so I assume they're talking about Venom but um, Venom. yeah I mean it's in the same universe as Venom clearly. We'll get to the other character in a minute that they bring into this, but yes, I 
I, this is like I, I still don't think it works as a movie, but at least if this was in like Venom, like as a side character, or like you brought in somebody else to help carry this movie, maybe it could have been somewhat interesting. Like maybe if this was somehow tied into Blade or something like that, then maybe we could have got something interesting out of that. Um, it, it feels like when Marvel was like, oh, we can't do a standalone Hulk movie. Nobody really wants a standalone Hulk movie. So we're going to tie Hulk into Thor and make it work that way. Um, it feels like, okay, maybe if Morbius was tied into something else, it could have worked somewhat as a movie. But like, there's nothing interesting about Morbius and there's nothing relatable about the character. And there's barely any action in the movie which makes you like oh that that at least was a cool scene like it doesn't have any action really outside of maybe two scenes the problem with the action piece like you said is like it suffers the same thing that venom the first venom in particular suffers from is like when him and milo are fighting and they're using the powers it's just like it's just like like uh fading spaghetti things that go across the screen yeah. and they're like flying against each other and it's like purple spaghetti orange spaghetti and it's just fucking going everywhere and it's like well, even what the fuck is this even when he's like flying and stuff like they have all the like artsy like lines coming off of everything he sees and everything and it just it, it just muddles the picture so much that you can't yeah. even really tell what's happening and it's like who looked at that and was like oh that's a great idea that looks awesome like it, it doesn't look good in any way it looks like something you would have seen in a very early like 2000s Marvel movie like it just the CG is bad like it, it's it's just it's bad, bad. even his yeah, like I agree. his like teeth and like the, the way his face looks when he transforms and everything like it doesn't look good it doesn't look like scary it doesn't look like somebody put really time into it, it. Looked, I didn't really think it looked bad see where I thought they would have done better to showcase him is like when he moves it would have been cool to not see like the fog always coming off of him and like him moving at a speed where you actually can't see anything happening. I'm like, if we could have seen him like, just like go and attack and slash and whatever, like that would have been way better to me. Yeah. Like when he transforms in that one scene, he starts like kind of twitching his limbs. Yeah. Yeah. And it just reminded me of that movie exorcism of Emily Rose. That was like early 2000s movie when she starts like folding her body apart and like, twitching and stuff down the hallway and shit like or like the ring the ring did that scene when she climbs out of the tv and how you kind of see her like body twitch out of the yep. like out of the yeah, frame and stuff like... it's all like very early 2000s like horror like cliches at this point where i'm just like none of this works like it just doesn't work yeah um, yeah it's it's um it was a fucking mess like it was just it was yeah. hard to get through and totally yeah, like even that part, remember at the beginning where he like gets with the bats and he like cuts his hand or whatever? I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but like, I feel like there's a way to make that scene work and make it creepy. And like, like there's a version of this movie that I don't think is good, but I think it at least is like workable. I was like, all right, it wasn't great, but at least it was like somewhat entertaining. Like, it, it just, they were so desperate for him to get into being a vampire and getting him into, I don't know, being Morbius for Morbius' sake and not really, like, setting up anything about the character. You don't really understand why he's doing the things he's doing. Yeah. You don't really have any relationship with his friend or with his, like, 
other doctor who I guess is kind of his girlfriend. Like, there's no, there's no build up for anything. You don't like any of the characters, and there's no comedy, so it just doesn't work in any way. It's not a good horror film. It's not a good comedy movie. It's not a good action movie. It's not. It, it has no good elements. Period. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, man. Honestly, like it was just, it was hard to get through. It was the, the action it's like it was like perceived action so it's like it wasn't even there was nothing exciting about the scenes it was just here's some fog flying yeah. through the air it was an hour and 44 over. minutes hour and 44 minutes it felt like two and a half hours totally. it's exactly what i was gonna say it felt, so really it felt like two and a half hours yeah and and it was two and a half hours of like oh garbage jesus fucking christ like, I, I started nodding off a couple times during the movie, and then after the movie, my friend Brian looked at me, and he's like, I was thinking about taking a nap during one scene, because he's like, I, I started getting so drowsy from how boring the movie was, that I honestly thought sleeping would be better use of my time. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 it just, it just wasn't good. I hate to be that negative, but like, in this case, this is everything I hate about, honestly, man, like, this is exactly what I'm talking about with call it controversial with almost all the studios doing comic book movies yep. it's like they put way too much thought into what their their ultimate end goal is going to be and the final film like suffers so badly because of it like it's like the focus is like trying to like grow out this universe into something bigger than it is and because of it we leave all the important information that's relevant to the story we're trying to tell in the fucking dust and it's yeah it's not well, it's really annoying and like you know I, I feel like venom and venom 2 are both very much like that too and it's like they yeah. they all suffer from the whole like corny like an early 2000 superhero movie totally like so yeah um, so i know i know a lot of people hate the wokeness of the disney mcu but like honestly like Man, they know they know how to tell a good story to me. Like, it's unfortunate it's, that lots of old white people don't like that females and people of color are taking leads. But um, you know, welcome to fucking now. Like, welcome to twenty twenty two. Well, like, I mean, you know, that 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 part's never gonna bother me. If you tell a good story, I don't care what, what color or what gender you make yep. the character. I don't. It, it, if you give me a good script and you give me a good actor, any actor can make that work. Like. It, that will never bother me. If you want to cast Wolverine as a black man in the next movie, go for it. If he's yeah. a good actor and the script's awesome, then that's yep. not going to ever bother me. Same here. Same here. Um, but uh, like, I want to talk about the end credit scene because it's pivotal to obviously what Sony's trying to do. And yes. So we get the credits for like 12 seconds. They don't even know how to do an end credit scene or a mid credit scene, especially <laughs> because it literally starts the credits and then literally like three seconds in the credits, they do a first mid credit scene. And we see uh, uh, Michael Keaton as Vulture. No, we, we start by seeing the purple rift in the sky oh. like we saw in No right. Way Home. We see the No Way Home uh, multiversal cracking yeah. of the sky, which... Yeah. Makes literally no sense because that Michael Keaton. No, it doesn't make sense because Michael Keaton's part of their universe. Why would he be coming into this universe? Everything well, from he knows who he knows who Peter Parker is. So if it had something to do with the same reason that those other ones 
got pulled into that universe, maybe. No, but all the characters that got pulled into No Way Home went back to their own timelines. Yes, I Michael Keaton's but... character was always a part of our timeline. So why would he get shifted out of it? I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying that to me, it's not that far out of the realm of possibility. Doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> they've, they've literally set up that everybody went back to their own timelines. Michael Keaton's part of our timeline. Why would he get shifted out of our timeline to this weird, <laughs> stupid timeline? And how did they get Michael Keaton to reprise his role? That's what I really want to know. Who showed know, him the script? I don't know if you probably didn't notice because you, I know you didn't like this at any point, like the trailers or anything, which I didn't either. But all yeah. of the scenes from Michael Keaton in the trailer that showed up, that those original trailers, those have all those didn't show up in the movies at all. Like this is just a reshot thing, apparently. Mm, so, so maybe he had a bigger part. Uh, maybe. Maybe. But the thing is, is like, you know, one of the things I kind of heard floating around was like, maybe once Disney saw the final take or Spidey saw the final take, maybe he's like. Yeah. <laughs> that would be my reaction too. Um, he's like, we need to I distance don't... ourselves from this as much as possible. Can you make that purple rift in the sky green, please? <laughs> but this is what I mean too, right? It's like the end credit scene of Venom 2 was Venom getting shoved into our universe, and then the end credit scene of No Way Home was like, no thank you, take it. Why would they take Michael Keaton's character and be like, no, you can have that too, we don't want it. Like, maybe they had no intention of ever using it again, which is fine, but it just seems like very weird to bring the Vulture into that universe, especially when he doesn't make any sense in that universe. He's, he's still using his Stark Tech wings. How did that get into that? It's different. It's different. It's, different. I, it's, it's the it same, but it's different. He, he rebuilt it in that universe. So so there's some weird stuff about that. We'll talk about the director in a minute here. But like, so here's my take on, here's my biggest issue with the after credits. It's yep. like a seven-year-old wrote that script. It's yep. like, yep. it's like we see a flash in a prison cell and all of a sudden Adrian Toomes is in a prison cell and it's, it's like he just randomly shows up in a new prison cell, and instead of being like, what the fuck? What the hell just happened? He's like, I hope the food's better here. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And then the second scene after that, the writing is... I could write it better, and I am a shit-ass writer. No, totally. Can I Can I break... Can I do the second one? So the second... Oh, after, please do. So... So then we go back to credit. So so Adrian Toomes gets dropped in and they basically say, oh, this man showed up in this prison cell that was empty. And now that we don't have anything on him, we're going to let him go. That's that's the that's the first one. Then we go back to credits and they do kind of like the rest of like the animated credits where it says like Morbius at the end. And then we get the second after credit. And then after mid -credit, that, we get like the again. long credit. Yeah, mid credit yeah. again. Yeah. So yeah, so the second one is Morbius is driving a car in a desert to meet somebody, yep. and then he pulls up and Vulture in his suit drops down. Helmet doesn't come off, but the the mask is a little bit different. The suit's a little bit different. Similar, like it's you could tell what it is, but like it, if you yeah. look closely at the details, there is there is differences. But so 
Vulture comes down, helmet stays on. So this is not Michael Keaton now. And it didn't even sound like Michael Keaton to me. The voice didn't sound like Michael Keaton, really. I assume it was all CG. Yeah. So he says, and, and I'm, I mean, I am like, you know, like just saying this off my memory, but it, it wasn't far off from this. He's like, I've been watching you. First of all, this guy's been here for like two seconds. But he's been watching oh, Morbius. And then he's like, he's like, I've been watching you. Us us guys could do some good. We should team up. And Morbius is like, hmm, indubitably, or whatever he fucking says. He doesn't say that. But it was like, it was that shitty. And then that's it. And it's like. Yeah, so my 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 big problem <laughs> there is he's been in this world for two minutes. He has no idea how he got there. That's not his problem. That's not his question. He doesn't understand why he's in this universe, how he got to this universe. He doesn't care. Oh, See, probably because of Spider-Man. That's what he does say. He does say that. I'm assuming See, it's because of Spider-Man. Yeah, but I think I would still have questions. If all of a sudden I woke up in another universe, I would have questions. I'm sorry. My first, er, my first inkling would be, I need to go rebuild a vulture suit so that I can start teaming up with a vampire guy in this new universe that would be my first choice i would be like hey you know what got me arrested in the last universe is me flying around in a vulture suit doing fucking shitty ass shit maybe i shouldn't repeat that i got a second chance at my life now i'm just gonna make a new life here in this world no i'm gonna team up with that vampire guy that might have killed 30 people in that movie <laughs> i don't know i don't know because i just got here but all the but fucking news articles are saying but I have all the news articles are saying Morbius is a murderer, so you know I'll trust. I'll not trust the papers, and um, I'm going to team up with him to do good because that's what it seems like he's been up to. He's been up to some good, and doesn't he say is like we could do some good? So, like what? What does that mean? Is, so this is where what my mind is telling me. It, this is kind of the start of like a Sinister Six, but the Sinister Six aren't going to be sinister. They're going to be like antiheroes. So like Michael Keaton so will be coming. So we'll get Carnage, or we'll get Venom. So it'll be like Venom, Morbius, probably Craven. I would guess they want to do a Black Cat movie still, so they'll probably do have Black Cat too. But it's like well, Craven's next. Yeah, I know Craven's next. Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is, is to me, is like, a who wants this? Like, Nobody. Like, <laughs> like I can't even fathom how horrible that type that crossover would be. And first of all, like, what the fuck are they doing? There's six super beings who are fighting not Spider-Man because he's not in this world right now. Or like, I mean, sorry, the the director said that he is, there is a Spider-Man in this world, but. My assumption is they want to, they want to get Andrew Garfield back. I think they're going to try to do the Craven movie, maybe a Black Cat movie. Then they're gonna call it the Sinister Six movie or whatever the fuck they want, and they're gonna use, they're gonna get Andrew Garfield to come back and basically make that the Spider-Man three that he didn't get, and I think that's their hope. Here's the problem with that. First of all, all of it, all of it. <laughs> Second of all, imagine Andrew Garfield coming back for another Amazing Spider-Man movie, which to me I really don't need to see, but nobody does. Andrew Garfield coming back would steal all the spotlight from Morbius, from Venom, from Craven, from Black Cat, from Vulture. Like, which would normally be your, those names are your headline? 
you can just yeah. throw all that in the garbage because as soon as Andrew Garfield comes back for another amazing Spider-Man, those characters are completely irrelevant. And ultimately, well, those characters will lose because there's no way they're going to bring Andrew back for another one and have him be defeated by the Sinister Six. It's not happening. That, and if Andrew Garfield gets a script, he's going to say, no, thank you. Yeah, and, this is hot shit. <laughs> and if Andrew Garfield watches Morbius or Venom, he's going to again say, no, thank you. And I can't see Disney being like, yeah, go do another Spider-Man movie. That's cool. Like, we're doing our thing. You do your thing. I don't think they get a choice. I mean, I don't know. What I think they don't get a choice, but I think that they're going to go. Do you not like how much our Spider-Man movies are making for you? Like, but the thing is, we just have one doing that. They can keep doing yeah, that. That's not going to. But then, them. how confusing is the universe become? And like, I, I just, I think there's a huge marketing issue when when you go. Here's Tom Holland in Spider-Man Four or whatever, Super No Way Home or whatever the hell they're going to call it. And then I'm going home, baby. I'm going home, home alone, whatever. And then it is home alone because he has no friends and family now. Oh, that's kind of sad. If they call the next one home alone, I'll love it. Um, that would be the only acceptable way they could reuse the home thing. That would be the only thing I would allow. Everything else, no, but home alone, yeah. But then also have have Amazing Spider Man 3. Like, it's gonna just confuse the fuck out of people. See, they probably wouldn't call. They'd probably pimp it as uh, Sinister Six or whatever. I think they would have to, but again, yeah. it's, it's it's a clusterfuck. It is a clusterfuck. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter because Sony is just gonna put dog shit out there, and if it makes money, they're gonna keep putting it out. Why wouldn't they? So I do understand. No, I agree. Where it's coming from. it's like, gonna make people. Fun. People seem to love them. I'm not really sure how or why, but I guess to each their own. But like. They make money, so they're going to keep making Venoms, even though they are seriously some of the worst shit I've ever watched. But yeah, yeah. Well, we're definitely going to get a Venom three, a thousand percent. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, I think we'll get Craven first. I definitely think we'll get a Venom three. I definitely think you're right. Probably Black Hat. I don't know. Like, didn't they set up Scorpion in one of the Venom movies? Or. Um... Well, I mean, he he was set up in at the end of the first MCU Spider-Man movie. Home so they could do something with that. Is. Yeah, Matt Gorgon. But again, though, right? Like, see, to me, at that point, what is it worth it? Like, see, to me, that's something that Sony would do because that's so Sony. It's like, oh, everyone loved Matt Gorgon in the first Spider-Man movie. It's like, yeah, you could show a picture of that guy to a hundred casual fans and five of them will know who that is. Like you do not need to recast that. You could just recast or just not pick Scorpion. Like No, but they just need to fill out the six, right? So you got Venom, you got fucking you know, Craven, you got Black Eye, you got fucking Vulture, and then you're gonna have fucking Morbius. You need one more. Scorpion would make sense. And then I don't know. I make that movie and make it coherent. Good luck. Jesus, man. It's just, it's the people that are making those movies, they should be ashamed because they are just poor storytelling. Yeah. And it is just, it's boring. It's, it is in no way inspiring. Like, it is. No, no it's, yeah. It, it's a money grab. I, I really hope that this fucking burns. I do. 
I hate to no. say that, but I I have a feeling it's going to make its money back probably opening weekend or second by second weekend, and then it's going to drop off hard. But I, I assume that it's going to make enough money that it's going to be profitable. It's a shame. But like I said, like we're part, we're part of that problem, right? We're we're paying money to go see this shit. I know, and I know, I know. We, we should be, we should, we should boycott it. But I know, it's, kind but of, it's so much more fun to make fun of it. It is, and it's it's. I mean, it's kind of our job now in doing a podcast about nerd culture that we have to see these movies, even if yep. they're not necessarily good. And yeah, they're you know, not great. Um, I'm you know I'm very excited for Doctor Strange, but. I definitely will have less inkling to go see the next Sony superhero movie. You know? Well, you know, same. Like, I, if we weren't doing this podcast, I would yeah. not have seen Morbius. This no, neither would I. I would. I would have just waited until it came out because I, I would have read the spoilers yeah. because I am known to do that, and sure. then uh, I would say, yeah, I'll just wait. That yeah, would have been the same. same with Venom 2, though, too, right? We talked about Venom 2, so I went... After seeing Venom 1, I was like, I do not need to see any more of these. But then like we did a podcast, and we wanted to talk about it, so I was like, all right, it's worth it to go so we can At least Venom 2 had comedic moments. I disliked both. I actually think I disliked I- Venom 2 more because I thought they took... It's like, all of a sudden, Venom's now Deadpool. And I'm like, eh, that's not for me. I mean, it was like I, that a bit in the first one too, but I, it was like really overdone in the second one. Yeah. Like, I mean, Venom and a rave think... with glow sticks around his neck. I'm good without that. That doesn't even make sense. The sounds would fucking piss the symbiote off. It'd be like that bumping sound. It was at a rave. What are you fucking talking about? Dude, the movie doesn't make sense. It's not a good movie. I'm not <laughs> saying, hey guys, go see Venom too. No, God, it was it was bad. But if somebody was like, hey, would you rather go watch Venom two or Morbius again? I'll go see Venom two again. Me too. Me too. I don't want to see Morbius again. That this is a one and done. We're good here. <laughs> I will not waste another ninety minutes of my life. Yeah, it's bad. It's that bad. Um, that's 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 Morbius for you. That's Morbius in a nutshell. Did you hear um, that the director was actually spoiling it before it even came out? He was spoiling yeah. it on Twitter last week. I saw some headlines that was talking about how weird their promotion was in marketing this movie and I, I I saw the director spoils the end credit scenes on Twitter or something the like credits. that. Yeah. 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 Um Gotta I mean that. I'm looking at I'm looking at his fucking uh movies he directed right now and like basically nothing. Hmm. Like a bunch of random movies that were from Denmark and Sweden. He's had a couple movies that were released in America but like nothing I've I've ever even heard of. So it's not like he's some like famous director or some like right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. He was supposed to direct the Assassin's Creed movie and then got replaced by a different director. That's about it. So I don't. Know. I think this is the first like big budget movie. Okay. Well. Yeah. Don't we'll do another. One. That's yeah, my recommendation. Just, for now. just you can stop for now. Maybe choose something else. You've got to find something else that you were good at and try that, maybe. Because it's not this. Yeah. Morbius. So our recommendation Morbius. is definitely go see Morbius. No, yeah. we can say our recommendation is we do. maybe see it in IMAX where you can spend more money on it. And um, 
No, I, I literally people in the theater were looking at their phones throughout the movie. Like I, I looked at the time twice on my watch because I was still bored. Like nobody in the theater. There's literally people that got up and left halfway through the movie. Um, it was. It, it's not worth seeing. It's not worth your money. It's not worth your time. I would recommend it as a like a fun bad movie. Even it's a boring bad movie. There's nothing redeemable about it. Don't go see it. I'm pretty excited for Monday because. Uh... This podcast I listen to, The Weekly Planet, they always break these things down, and uh, I am more than excited to hear what they have to say about this one, because I know that they are just going to fucking shred it, and I'm I'm there for it, man. Well, even my friend Brian on the way home, he was like, you know, the sad thing is somebody somewhere is going to say they liked Morbius, or that was like their favorite movie, and I'm like, I don't know if anybody can ever say that about this movie. Like, I don't know if there's a single person that's going to see Morbius and it's going to go, that was good. I really enjoyed that. There might be people that I thought a, it was okay. Yeah. I, have a friend who I don't think like, anybody's going to be like, that was a great that. movie. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's not for me. It not was, for me either. It wasn't great. It, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Every, yeah. it, it was almost play by play what I expected Sony to do. And this just further proves to me that when it comes to trying to build out a world that people actually care about, yeah. they just can't, they, they won't be able to, they don't have it in no. them. They even tell a straight story. Like it's just, yeah. Um, they, can't. they can't. Please stop putting Jared Leto in movies. Just stop. Just stop. Let him go back to his band. What's that shit called? No, 30 seconds from Mars. Go back to 30 seconds from Mars. Yep. And it's true. just don't put any music out because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you can put it out if it makes you feel important. Nobody really gives a shit. Sure. Uh, last note, I, I meant to bring this up earlier and I totally forgot, but the new Chili Peppers <laughs> albums out today. Oh, yeah. I saw uh, you on someone's comment that uh, it's okay. That it I should have brought it up. Album. I should have brought it up uh, earlier when I was saying, talking about shit I was watching or listening to or whatever, but. Um, I'm boycotting. album came out today called Unlimited Love. It's a double album. Um, it's about 70 minutes long. It needs to be trimmed by about five tracks. I would say maybe six. Uh, it's too long. There's some duds on the album. Uh, there's some great tracks on the album too. Flea's really, really always... I mean, Flea's awesome bassist. Flea's I can always listen to Flea's bass lines. Yeah. Yeah, um, John Frusciante being back in the band, he has some great guitar parts in it. Like he, he it definitely livens up the Chili Peppers with John back in the band. Lyrically, they're as horny as ever. Half the songs are about sex and women and so on and so forth. It's weird that John, you know, uh, Anthony? uh, Anthony's like pushing 60 and he's still talking about sex constantly, but you know, hey, um, hey man, good on him. Good on him. Yeah. That, well, that's why I said good on you, bud. But, um, it's Chili Peppers. If you like the Chili Peppers, you're gonna you're gonna find all the songs on the album you like. And if you're not a Chili yes. Peppers fan, this is not gonna do anything to change your mind. Sounds good. Yeah, that's I'd my review. I'd say I'd check it out, but I don't know if I will because I just don't really. Uh... I'll throw you a few tracks that I think you'll sure, just appreciate from idea. the baseline. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Flea has some cool guitar parts, like some cool bass parts on the album. So Flea is very talented. So yeah, yeah, so I always enjoy a poppy little fucking walk on the bass. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Sweet. So I think that's it. Anything else? Yeah, I think that's, that's it. Too. Next week right. we have Moon Knights episode two. 
Moon Knight episode two, and we're going to talk about WrestleMania next week. We are going to wrestling. Yeah. WrestleMania is this weekend, and I'm going to watch it out of nostalgia and curiousness. And yeah, me and Matt were, you know, both wrestling fans back in the, what, late 90s, early 2000s. I was, uh, I was a wrestling fan for like. No, I know. You were. You, life. Go, you, you, you go back earlier than I do. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way. I was aware of wrestling as a young kid, but I wasn't like a super fan until probably. I don't know, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in that area. But um, I remember yeah. my dad used to dress up like The Undertaker when we would wrestle. Like we, we would set up like blankets on the floor and like That's awesome. we had a sectional couch and we would, uh oh, my loading. Oh, there we go. Um, sorry, can you hear me? Okay, there we yeah, go. Yeah, you're good. Sorry, you're good. I saw the loading. Uh, yeah, we would like, he would put these like gray gloves on and this hat. And he would choke slam my brother and I off the fireplace. <laughs> I could so see your dad doing that, and that's awesome. That's great, man. We were like super young. We were probably like six yeah. or something. Like, well, it'd be weird if he was doing that to you like five years ago. Like, <laughs> my dad's like seventy five, and he's like, "Hey, watch this! I'm like two hundred and fifty pounds." He's like, "Cool, oh, you're grounded." Choke slam <laughs> through the table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, we'll we'll save our wrestling talk for next week and uh, Moon Knight episode two. Moon Knight episode two. All right. Sounds good. I have Wednesday uh, live on Wednesday. Come hang out. Come hang out with Fuckers. Matt. Follow him on Party YouTube. Fuckers and come hang out. He's uh, doing lots of great shit over on YouTube. So follow his YouTube so channel. So much great shit. So much great shit. Um, follow him on Instagram at Customs by Matthew. You can follow me at Blue Smoke Media. Our heart's done by at Janie Mildart. You can get the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. It should be there. And uh, we appreciate you watching and commenting and subscribing and all that fun stuff. Uh, helps us grow. So tell a friend even if uh, you like the show. It helps us give grow. Us, uh, <laughs> no, it helps us grow. All right. That's um, what she said. Sure did, bud. Sure did. Uh, that's it. Thanks, bud. <laughs> okay. Okay, bye. Talk to you next, Talk to you next week.